It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Focusing on a Beginning. Our scripture reference today is Revelation chapter 6, verse 1 through chapter 7, verse 4. It's a long reading today, but may the Lord add a blessing to our reading and hearing. Then I saw the Lamb open one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures call out, as with the voice of thunder, Come! I looked, and there was a white horse. Its rider had a bow. A crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature call out, Come! And out came another horse, bright red. Its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth, so that people would slaughter one another. And he was given a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature call out, Come! I looked, and there was a black horse. Its rider held a pair of scales in his hand, and I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's pay, and three quarts of barley for a day's pay, but do not damage the olive oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature call out, Come! I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed with him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, famine, and pestilence, and by the wild animals of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slaughtered for the word of God and for the testimony they had given. They cried out with a loud voice, Sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long will it be before you judge and avenge our blood on the inhabitants of the earth? They were each given a white robe and told to rest a little longer until the number would be complete both of their fellow servants and of their brothers and sisters who were soon to be killed as they themselves had been killed. When he opened the sixth seal, I looked, and there came a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth, the full moon became like blood, and the stars of the sky fell to the earth as the fig tree drops its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. The sky vanished like a scroll rolling itself up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, and the magnates, and the generals, and the rich, and the powerful, and everyone, slave and free, hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one seated on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand? After this I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, so that no wind could blow on earth or sea or against any tree. I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God, and he called with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to damage earth and sea, saying, Do not damage the earth or the sea or the trees until we have marked the servants of our God with a seal on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed 
144,000 sealed out of every tribe of the people of Israel. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. My take on the end times is pretty boring. Whatever will happen, will happen. And it hasn't happened yet, even though many people said it would. Today, we're thinking about the book of Revelation, specifically the seven seals in chapter six. Even if I believed Revelation was pointing to specific future events and circumstances, it's not fun for me to try to decipher them. I'd run the risk of accusing people of things only to fit my perception of what is happening. How can I see the image of God within people if I'm overly eager to create a devil within them? I went to bed last night after reading a thought from a modern theologian. It's a helpful reflection to read with Revelation. Too many Christians want to change the world, not because they love the world, but because they hate the world. Let me remind you, God doesn't hate the world. Because God so loved the world, the Son of God came to save it. We often mistake the certainty of God's judgment as a sign of God's desire to get rid of us. Well, not us, right? Other people. God is obviously pleased with us. The seven seals tell us of God's authority and dominion. Christ has opened the seals only because he is worthy to do so. So what do they mean? Well, consider the question. Why has every generation thought it was the last? Because the signs of the first four seals are generic. War, famine and death. Every generation endures them. Now, if we see their universal nature, we understand John's vision better. Instead of trying to decide what current events Revelation speaks to, look at the rest of the seals. When we do, we realize God is waiting. The Lord is waiting for the number of saints to increase. That reminds me of the lesson of 2 Peter 3, 9, that God doesn't want any to perish. Through every generation's peril, God desires more people to know the love of Christ. And if that's so important to God, maybe it should be more important to us. If it is, let's take our lead from God. God's way of saving the world was through love, compassion, and sacrifice. Instead of focusing on the end of the world, let's focus on helping others begin a life with God. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.